Is it a work? Is it a shoot? That's been the question. Austin Aries. That's been the question. From Sunday night, going all the way throughout this week. They're still talking about it. They're still wondering if it's a work. If it's a shoot with Austin Aries. Two Sweet Wrestling Podcast. Not the normal introduction, but this is episode 38. I am back, and we got a lot of Impact Wrestling heavy stuff to talk about. Not normally the case, because there's not a lot of backstage BS that goes on with Impact, or backstage stuff at all that goes on with Impact, but here I am today on this Friday, and it's a lot of stuff, Impact stuff to break down. We got Crown Jewel to break down as well, but Austin Aries, getting right on into it. If you see my video... My earlier YouTube video, I said that, look, this is a work. You're not going to fool me. I had, was it a work? Was it a shoot? I said, it's a work. So a lot of stuff has come out since that video, and I haven't had a chance to address it yet. So Pity Williams, he made some waves amongst the wrestling community on a wrestling uh, perspective podcast. He talked about the situation as a producer. He said, it is what it is. It's hard for me to get pissed off. I wasn't pissed because the match turned out great, which it did. It was a phenomenal match. Uh, we didn't miss any camera shots. I was just here to have fun and not get caught up in the drama. He went on to say, I'm a very professional person. I asked him if he was okay, uh, if he was hurt. I said, thank you. I talked to Johnny. asked him if he was okay. Told him a good match. Talked to Johnny today about a couple of things. And he said he did talk to Austin Aries a little bit. He said that I'm not privy to his contract. So I asked what's next. He said today was his last day on the contract and he wasn't going to be on TV. I left it at that. I got him arrived back at the hotel. I haven't heard from him since. So I want to dig back into a few words there. The most important words, I'm not privy to his contract. Look, Petey Williams could be telling the truth there. He could not be telling the truth. Who knows? But I tell you who was privy to the contract. Don Callis was privy to the contract. Uh, Scott Demore was privy to the con- contract. Uh, all of Impact Management. When your world champion is coming up on his last day, everybody knows about that. And, and, and all of the top guys have to know about that. That's just Russell intuition. You know when your champion's contract is about to come out. So that tells me that this decision of Austin Aries losing the title was made long ago. Austin Aries knew he was losing the title long ago. So there wasn't a whole lot of drama here in my perspective as it pertains to the ending of the match. So I saw that and when I saw the last day of the contract, that's when I said, oh yeah, it's a work. And the strange thing is, I get on Twitter, and a lot of people were saying to that, oh yeah, it's a shoot, because it's his last of the contract, he's really an idiot. And I got to hand it to Impact Wrestling, once again, hand clap to him. They picked the perfect person to have this, to shoot this angle with, because a lot of people already have their preconceived notions about Austin Aries, and about the type of person that he is. So you had to have a bad guy play this role. And I think they're doing a phenomenal job with it. It's just not a shoot. So another report came out from SEC Scoops. Uh, They get the credit here. They're saying that apparently 
The entire program was set up because Austin Aries wants to do his own take on the classic loose cannon storyline that Brian Pillman pulled off in WCW. So, this makes a lot of sense. They're also going on to say that Austin Aries will be showing up in other promotions such as Ring of Honor and he will eventually come back to Impact Wrestling. So, I'm buying this. I think this is a phenomenal idea. Austin Aries showing up in other promotions, like he can... I don't want him to trash the company that much. Like he can say some things like they wanted the pretty boys, their champion, so on and so forth. So make the company look bad. And I think it's a phenomenal idea going off of this report. Who knows? It may be true, may not be true. Going off of this report, I think it's a phenomenal idea if they go down this road because Austin Aries has big mouth. And when once he comes back, we can have Johnny Impact have a lengthy title reign, and we can have Austin Aries just show up as the uncrowned champion look that's really his title he wants his rematch and bam we got ourselves a hot blazing hot program and i'm all for it look this austin aries johnny impact thing it's been 100 well done there's been a lot of people talking about impact wrestling it's got a lot of buzz going and that led into the pay-per-view Excuse my phone right here. That led into the pay-per-view. And that got a lot of buzz as well. Mouth of Glory was terrific. Uh, and look, a lot of people are talking about Impact Wrestling. A lot of people are enjoying it. There are some things that are going on about Impact Wrestling, which I'm about to get into. That's not so that's not so great. But I'm about to get into that as well. I'm going to get into that later. They're doing some phenomenal things. I like the angle with Austin Aries and Johnny Impact. We'll see how it turns out. It's furthermore, the more stuff that comes out, it furthers my confidence that it is a work. And look, we'll see how it goes down going forward. I'm very much, in, I very much enjoyed the angle, and I'm very much looking forward to where it goes after this. So next up, we have Impact Wrestling, and I haven't talked about this, but I figured why, why, why not just save it for the podcast? Impact Wrestling is moving time slots on Pop TV. They're going to 10 Eastern. Now, I watched the most recent episode of Impact Wrestling. I'll have that review in maybe tomorrow. I'll try to get it in at some point. But they're trying to flip flip it here and say that it'll be Impact After Dark. And I get it that, you know, you got to try to turn a negative into a positive. So they're trying their best to do impact after dark they're trying to sell it and i understand that i'm cool with that however i will say this i feel very sorry for the people on the east coast because that is brutal if you're an uh, impact wrestling fan on the east coast wake i uh, stand up at 10 o'clock and for a two-hour show that's going to end at midnight man that's brutal that is brutal i'm here on the central coast nine o'clock is late for me and that's sent up to 11 o'clock. I mean, I'm going to sit up there and do it because I like Impact. Uh, so, I'll be watching it. However, this thing is not a good thing. And this phone is making too much noise. Uh, this is not good whatsoever. So, I mean, when I look at things, we're not, not just a wrestling program, but TV shows in general... When they start jerking you around on the time slots, that's never a good thing. Uh, 
normally that leads to whomever's in that time slot it leads to them leaving that company because they're jerking them around in time slots Impact and Pop TV seems to have a phenomenal relationship but if they're going to hold Impact at 10 o'clock I can't see Impact sticking around for long I can see Impact looking around for other TV stations and the contract should be up uh very soon and like I think if I'm not mistaken the last thing I read was that the contract was up at the end of October so I never like to have this uncertainty go on with Impact Wrestling and it comes at such a bad time because they're doing some phenomenal things Uh, we've had some phenomenal pay-per-views we've had some phenomenal matches we have some phenomenal signings that I'm about to get into right after this it comes at a bad time where there's some such positive momentum and energy going for Impact Wrestling that I'm hoping the best for Impact and I hope that they find another TV station and I hope that they get a decent time slot because going on at 10 p.m. they're going to lose a lot of viewers if I'm just being truthful and honest about the situation. Not a lot of people are going to want to, you know, stay up until the car. People got to go to work the next day. People got to go to work on Friday. People got to do anything whatsoever to wake up early in the morning so 10 o'clock to 12 o'clock I mean maybe you'll still get people taping the show DVRing the show and you'll maybe maybe be able to keep up the viewers that way however live viewers I I can see the viewership taking a dip uh, starting next Thursday and I just hope that they get it cleaned up and we find another TV station for impact because it's a phenomenal alternative They've turned into an alternative from WWE because they keep it with action in the ring and not, they've left the BS aside. So I never want to see an alternative, a very good alternative, uh, lose its slot in, in television or lose its television station. So we'll see how it turns out. I hope it works for the better for Impact. I hope they find another station going forward. So we have some Impact signings here. Now, the first of which is not a spoiler. The second of which is a spoiler. I'll give you fair warning on that. But the first of which, Sammy Callahan, he has signed a brand new two-year deal with Impact. I couldn't be any more happier with that. I'm very excited that Impact has made Sammy Callahan a priority. He's a phenomenal wrestler. He's a f- more of a, even more of a phenomenal character as well. Ah, uh, he's ran with the ball. And he recently said that he signed with Impact because they give him creative freedom and he wants to be the guy to save Impact. And I like that mindset, I like that attitude, and this is a great guy and he's created a lot of buzz in Impact whether you like him or you hate him. Uh, he's done some phenomenal things in Impact with OVE, the OVE rules matches, the singular fuse that he's had, the one with Eddie Edwards has, was phenomenal, even though it started with a baseball bat. But that aside, Sammy Callahan is a wonderful get and for the tag division, for the X division, and he's a guy, he's one of those guys that can be in all three divisions at any given point, the heavyweight division, X division, and the tag division, much like I said with uh, Willie Mack, I had a video on him, he, he can be in all three divisions, looking at Sammy Callahan at the end of Impact, it's looking like he's going to be... Heading off with Brian Cage for that exhibition title. We'll see how that turns out as well. Now, this is a spoiler. So, I'll put the timestamps down below on Periscope. 
well on YouTube rather, I put this timestamps down below, this is a spoiler, Impact Wrestling, and I don't even look for spoilers, they just find me on the internet, ah, Impact Wrestling has signed Jordan Grace to a new deal, phenomenal uh, wrestler, and I'm very much looking forward to her being an Impact, she's a great athlete, I haven't watched all of her work, but I'm fairly familiar, I've watched a little bit of her work in, in Shine, and I really got to see her at all in. Look, if I could just say one quick thing about her, she manhandled Brian Cage. Like, like if you haven't seen the All In Battle Royal, the pre-show Battle Royal, go back and watch that. She manhandled Brian Cage. She is phenomenally strong. She's a phenomenal athlete. She's going to be a phenomenal addition to the knockouts. And look, I'm just going to say this. The knockouts are slowly turning into the best women's division in all of wrestling due to the way that they are booked. I mean, if you want to look at WWE, and this is another video for another day, WWE is really top heavy as far as the way that they are booked. I, when it comes to a division, I really like to look at the importance of the division. You can have the best talented uh, workers, uh, you can have the best personalities in the division, but if they're not booked correctly, if they are booked badly, then what are they good for? They're good for nothing because they're being booked badly. When I look at Impact, everything is not perfect with the knockouts division, but it seems like nearly every lady has a purpose. Every lady has a meaning. So they're doing a good job with the knockouts division and Jordan Grace is just another phenomenal addition. I look forward to her first storyline. What is she going to get into and who's it going to be first? I'm very much looking forward to that. So that's Phenomenal Sonic. So moving on to the last topic of the day, ladies and gentlemen, we have WWE Crown Jewel. <sighs> oh, I needed that deep breath, by the way. WWE Crown Jewel. So much drama with this. Uh, the latest thing, and this is going to be in Saudi Arabia, Obviously, we have the thing with Saudi Arabia. A uh, journalist went missing, uh, ultimately found to be dead. And there's a lot of pressure on WWE from senators to talk shows talking about WWE telling them to cancel Crown Jewel. Now, the latest reports were that WWE is moving forward with the event. I mean, there's a hell bent on moving forward with this event. They uh, And another, the most latest report was that the employees were concerned about going to Saudi Arabia. And you know what? I cannot blame the employees for being concerned for going to Saudi Arabia for this WWE Crown Jewel event. I would be concerned as well. Even the production team members are concerned. So when we look at the situation, I think the, the camera... Ah, and I'm looking at Periscope right here. It says so laggy. I'm not sure what's going on on Periscope or whatnot. It always seems to get laggy on Periscope. But I think the question uh, that's not being asked enough is not should WWE get out of deal. That, we, that, we, that should, hasn't been asked. That has been asked enough. But can WWE get out of this Saudi Arabia deal? And I look at the deal, they're under a 10-year deal. It's not just Crown Jewel, the event. It's a 10-year deal, so I would imagine that it is very tough to get out of it. But at the same time, 
I would think that WWE should look at all measures and all ways to try to get out of it. Should they get out of the deal is yes. It is a 100% yes. And for various reasons. For the journalist reasons. For I never liked it in the first place because the women can't go to Saudi Arabia. I never liked that from the start. But now it's just out of control. We have this story. We have the this journalist that's presumed dead. And it's picking up mainstream media. And it's a real black eye for wrestling, in my opinion. You know, wrestling is already looked at as that wrestling thing that y'all still watch. And we don't need, as wrestling fans, as WWE, as wrestling company, as wrestling in general, we don't need a black eye on the company, uh, on a sport of professional wrestling. And I mean, just wait until the event takes place. The media is really going to get a hold to this. And it's going to be a huge deal. I mean, people are already talking about it. When the event takes place, there are going to be videos of the event. There's going to be videos of Saudi Arabia. So WWE really needs to get out of this. It really needs to take preventative measures or look into measures to try to get out of this deal. It's going to be a bad look for professional wrestling. It's going to be a really bad look for WWE. So those are my thoughts on Saudi Arabia. Those are my thoughts on WWE Crown Jewel. Let me know your thoughts on YouTube, whether it be YouTube at OMG Corey B, whether it be Periscope, Too Sweet P-O-D, or on Twitter at Too Sweet P-O-D, or at OMG Corey B. Let me know your thoughts on Impact Wrestling, all of those Impact Wrestling topics, and those and the Crown Jewel topic as well. Do you think WWE should go forward with it? Or do you think they should pull out? Let me know your thoughts on that. On that note, I am out.